Hello everyone, and in today's episode, I'm joined with Sarah, and and Sarah's all the way from Australia, so um, a 24-hour difference. Um, so um, it's it's going to be um, really interesting to see how um it like um how um like Crohn's and IBD is is uh, in Australia and uh, Sarah's journey as well. So thank you, Sarah, for joining me today. No worries. Hi, how are you? So thank you. Uh, I'm good, thank you. Um, how, how are you, Sarah? Yeah, I'm doing all right today. Yeah. Um. So, so Sarah, maybe just start off with um, if you just like talk about a little about because I, I know you said you was diagnosed um earlier this year with Crohn's and the symptoms have been going on for a few di- few years now. Yeah. So, um, look, I'm 32 and I got diagnosed in early February of this year. Um, I've, but after I had my son three years ago, he was my second child. Um, I actually just never felt the same again. I was always sick and I had a lot of stomach issues, but I also got sick very easily. And, um, yeah, so it, I just didn't feel right. Um, but then I kept pushing and trying to find out what it was and eventually, um, yeah, this year we we um, found out it was Crohn's, unfortunately, after a, a colonoscopy, obviously. Um, but it came on very suddenly, the the Crohn's symptoms. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Um, I, I know, like, because like, that's how I got done as well, from a coconolotopy, we have to take um, the not very nice prep. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> <That's> terrible. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it, it's kind of... It, it, it's it's in my in like when I had it I kind of uh um because my mum was um like it's like every 15 minutes isn't it you've got to have to prep um yeah that's right yeah so I was kind of saying to my mum um yeah you're poisoning me I'm having this every 15 minutes and um <laughs> and then because like having it like um the, the procedures um I kind of thought um they were for me a little bit easier than um having the prep yeah, well, um, I've actually ended up having, I'm going to have my um, fourth one this year. So I've, I've actually had, I'm going to, I've already had three colonoscopies this year, which, so I think I'm oh. becoming a little bit um, <laughs> used to the yeah. prep, unfortunately, but it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope that the one that, your next one, uh, the fourth one, um, it, it goes all, goes, goes okay. Fingers crossed, because, yeah, yeah well, I've, uh, obviously, um. I found, yeah, mine, when they got it diagnosed, it was quite chronic. So it had obviously been brewing there for a few years. Yeah, yeah, because I, 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 I know what you mean, because, like, um, you do get diagnosed, like, uh, um, like, eventually, hopefully at some point, and then, like, you, you just, like, like, you just like even in pictures isn't it like um, if you've lost weight and it kind of you can have a look at the pictures. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I actually had started to lose weight. I actually lost 10 kilos by the time I got diagnosed. And, you know, I had horrible things said to me, um, like, you know, like, oh, are you sure you're not taking laxatives to lose weight and all sorts of things, which obviously I wasn't doing. And I even had a specialist tell me that, which was really horrible. Um, you know, when you're suffering so bad and you're in so much pain every day, um, not even having a specialist believe you, Um yeah, it can be quite horrible. Yeah, yeah, it's, you've got like uh, it's hard because like you you've got that um, like the Crohn's yourself, and it's hard for like other people to understand. Yeah, that's right. Look, no one really around me has Crohn's. Um, I don't really know anyone that 
has Crohn's disease. So, okay. um, you know, telling friends and family, um, my friends have been, my friend, most of my friends have been quite supportive. Family's been very supportive. Um, but also with this coronavirus at the moment, a lot of my friends hadn't seen me for such a big period because being diagnosed in February and then we sort of, we all went into lockdown and I'm actually from Melbourne in Australia and we've had one of the longest lockdowns in the world, I believe. We've been in lockdown for five months and we've literally just come out of it two weeks ago. So, um, yeah, we sort of had a second wave and it was, we got fully locked down and nothing was really open apart from the food shops for five months. So, yeah, it was a long lockdown. Yeah, yeah. It it can be really hard to like just like, you're limited to doing things aren't you like seeing people as well yeah that's right so it's been look it has been a blessing for me in one way but in another way um you know friends have heard me over the phone and via zoom and all those things of what I've been feeling but I suppose I'm, I'm they haven't really seen me at my sickest which so also it's been hard for them to really understand what I've been going through yeah. I've sort of felt like I've said to my husband, I, I feel like I've gone into lockdown one person and I'm coming out another person. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean because it, it's, it's hard because it's like for, for your health as well, isn't it? Um, it's it, Although like like maybe we're kind of maybe used to like staying indoors a little bit, like even before corona, uh, coronavirus because of um, how ill that like, we can get. Yeah, that's right. I just, I can't believe believe it yeah because for me it really started my first flare I suppose was on in October last year and yeah that came on suddenly as I said and you know I'd had some stomach pains but it went from one day going to the bathroom you know one or two times to in a couple of days I was I couldn't get off the toilet and going you know 15 to 20 times a day yeah yeah and that could be like really hard just um like just maybe like sit and toilet for a day and then like maybe another day not so much so it kind of it's kind of different isn't it um uh, all the time yeah look for me really I had been for me it wasn't really like that at the start it is now but at the start when I wasn't diagnosed I really I had about a month where I was in a chronic flare and well now knowing it was a chronic flare but um yeah I couldn't get off the toilet for about a month and it was horrid I was in bed and you know having two young children it was it was difficult it was really difficult so yeah 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 and 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 do you think like stress um builds on that pain like um with your crimes definitely look I've I don't hide it I'm someone who's has struggled with anxiety um for probably 15 years now and I stress about everything, if you know me. Um, yeah, I stress about the littlest things. And and um, so definitely I was going through a stressful time at that time as well. And I think obviously the Crohn's just completely flared up. And, and I notice now, especially as soon as I get stressed about something, I have a bad day or, you know, Crohn's day, a bad Crohn's day. And so I've really had to change the way I, I think. And it has been hard, but... You know, I do do a lot more um, things for, you know, self-care now. And I do a lot of yoga, which has helped me quite a lot. I do yoga every day now. So I think that, that, that I think yoga is actually um, a, a really good thing to do. Um, like what I've seen, like it can like um, it can really help like your mindset as well. 
Oh, correct. I, I think it's just made a huge difference to my mindset and also um, just being, you know, teaching you to be grateful and, and that gratitude practice as well um, has been really helpful for me. I mean, especially someone that suffers from anxiety. Um, yes, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, definitely. And like, like, uh, like, especially like, 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 I know, like in the UK, it's not, we haven't had um, a five month lockdown. So uh, we have had lo- lockdown, like you, you said, um, you had like a second wave, we had, we've had like a second wave, and we're currently in lockdown at the moment, but um, I wouldn't, like, it is lockdown, but uh, like, people are still going out, and like, it's, it, it's kind of like, it's not lockdown, but they say it is, um, so it's very mm-hmm. um, complicated. <laughs> it is very complicated, it's just, it's made everything complicated, unfortunately, and also, you know, the um the hospitals unfortunately it's a terrible time to uh, that's another thing I found you know having been diagnosed this year and having to go to the hospital so many times um it's been really a weird place to be and it's sometimes a bit of a scary place and it's heightened my anxiety as well so um because I've actually I actually had to be admitted to hospital in July as well um because I just wasn't getting better on a lot of the medications that were giving me and they'd given me, you know, two different tablet forms of medication and it just, yeah, I just kept flaring. And even on the um, Prodisolone, I was still flaring. So, um, yeah, it was really scary to be in hospital at the time of all this coronavirus and, and things like that. Yeah, I, 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 I can imagine because like, like, um, Especially if you're diagnosed, no, I do feel like for you, Sarah, like, like there's lot. Just imagine all these people that who are diagnosed this year for a for a, a global pandemic, um, and mm-hmm. it, it's, I can just imagine it's really hard, even just going to hospital and just maybe knowing that you may be um, around someone that could have a coronavirus because it, you don't know who has it or it's 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 very um, hidden. That's right yeah no it's and that that's what really scared me the most I was so I was scared about because they had to do so many tests on me and things like that and you know you you get scared about who's been in the the rooms before you and and so forth so um yeah it's it's a hard time for everyone I suppose yeah yeah and it's a I've always said Sarah I've said this many of times um a lot 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 like with IBD like Crohn's disease um like because like it's quite different for everyone, isn't it? Um, with Crohn's, um, IBD, um, but like, like with the coronavirus, it, it like um, people can uh, have impact that in um, different ways as well. So, although they're not the same thing, that um, maybe some people have uh, coronavirus can it, it's kind of how, how how we are. Yeah, and um, I suppose that's yeah, very true. I mean, that was one thing that was so surprising to me when I got diagnosed with Crohn's I think at the start I was so naive and thought oh you know I'll just go and see this specialist and I'll take some tablets and I'll be I'll feel better um I quickly found out that wasn't the case and then you know joining so many forums I've, I've found that you know not one sort of a mixture works for everyone and you know um some people can tolerate meats some people can't some people can tolerate fruits and and so forth and it's um yeah, really interesting how different everyone's body reacts to Crohn's disease. Yeah, it's, it's quite, um, it's amazing like how many people do have it as well. 
Yeah, that's right. It's um, I think I was reading well in Australia. It's one in um, every two hundred and fifty people. So I mean, it's and I still haven't heard of someone around me. So it's um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that, that is interesting that you haven't heard of like like anyone that has it like around like around you. Um, mm. Yeah, because um, it. it do, do, do you find that there is not like although like you said there's quite a lot of people that can have it in Australia do you find that there's not as many as you thought like uh, around you I think I just haven't come into contact with people but having you know started um my page and I started it because um I wanted to sort of hear other people's stories and and had that support around me as well and and also joining some Facebook forums have been really helpful because that does sort of show me how many people do have it. Um, and, you know, even just in, in my state. So that has been helpful and a little bit comforting in a way that, um, you know, I'm not the only one going through it because some days, you know, you do feel really alone, even though you can have such a great support system around you. Um, you know, my mum being so great helping me with the kids picking them up when, you know, I'm having a really bad day. My husband helps out with, you know, the cooking if I'm, I can't get off, you know, the couch some days or, or anything like that. But um, some days you just feel so terrible and then you just end up whinging to them and then you feel like, <laughs> you feel like, oh, they don't understand. They, they sort of, I feel like you then don't end up telling them everything anyway. So you feel quite alone. It can be quite isolating, I find. Yeah, I, I definitely agree because like you, you may feel sometimes that you can't like to tell someone like how you're feeling because you you, you can't let it, like your gut know that they're not going to really understand what's happening. Oh, that's right. It's and a lot of people say, oh, is it just a is it just a stomach ache? But it's you know as you know so much yeah. more. And I've got I've also got perianal Crohn's disease, um, which is horrible, and. Um, that's actually given me just as much grief as my stomach and you know the stigma around talking about your bottom <laughs> is yeah. you just can't do that so uh, you know not many people know the problems that have have occurred in that situation which is yeah. which has been really hard to try and manage and get under control yeah it is it's like because it can like recurring disease it goes from like from your mouth all the way down to that area and it, it, it's uh it's quite annoying, isn't it? Like that, it can go down to that area and uh, all over the all over your body. Yeah, that's right. So you know, and even I've been told now that I'm on Stellara at the moment, which is a bio, you know, as you know, a biologic. Yeah. But um, even that, it may hopefully I've been on it for six months now, and I have seen some improvement. Um, but my specialist has said that it, it may not necessarily help with the you know perianal aspect, which yeah the only thing that really can help is surgery and you know I'm I'm really trying I want to avoid that obviously that's most people's goal but um yeah which is it's it's hard yeah definitely like like I, is it, you kind of like as soon as you got get diagnosed you kind of um that comes into your mind doesn't it like surgery um um stomas also like unknown for Crohn's disease um they, they all come into your mind and then like I, I know for me uh, it's kind of um, maybe last resort if um it's it's very um if it is needed but um it's scary 
It is scary. And I think, um, you know, being only diagnosed this year, um, at the start, again, I was naive and didn't know anything about that. Um, obviously, now I know a lot about it. And, um, you know, I was speaking to a specialist and said, well, you know, how many avenues do I have before surgery? And he, he told me them all. This was, um, and and then, you know, he said, well, then there's surgery at the end. And and it, it did, it scared me for a long time. And, and for about a month, I was in this like really down mood and and it was really hard to get out of. And I think I've had to now, I spoke to someone that has gone through, you know, a chronic illness as well. And, and yeah. they helped me actually really get out of that. And I've had to try and change my mindset of trying to try and focus on each day as it comes, um, because especially with my anxiety, trying to focus on what could happen it's not going to do me good even for the stress of things. So I think I try and get up each morning and say, okay, this morning I've got this pain. Um, how are we going to deal with this today and not worry about sort of tomorrow, which, you know, I have my bad days like everyone, but that's what I try and do each day. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a really good way to be like, just take day by day because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, even without Crohn's, you really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. And that's what they, the person I spoke to sort of instilled in me. And so, yeah, I'm really trying to train my mind to to get to that place. And while I'm not 100% there, and you know, um, but I am doing things each day to try and train my mind that way. Yeah, and I think talking about it, it, it does help. Um, I think it helps, it helps yourself as well, um, just talking about it to other people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you do definitely have to pick who you do speak to because some people can be quite naive and and say quite hurtful things as well, which is which I found, you know, a lot of people in a lot of people on the Crohn's side have said this, you know, the most common thing I've had was, oh, you're lucky that you've got Crohn's. I wish I had it so I could lose weight. (laughs) yeah it's a horrible it's and you don't even know what to say you get so mad inside and you have to sort of just smile and laugh and yeah yeah, it's not good I do feel like sometimes you have to have a a laugh about it um, about like Crohn's like I know it's quite sad isn't it and like at first um you find out you have it and yeah and I think you you have to go through all the motions like I I think I've I went through the denial I went through denial at the start and was like oh you know this this isn't happening or I can you know like my I've got celiac disease and I got on top of that quite you know with a diet you can manage that quite well and I thought you know I can I can do that and then I went through real um anger I went through a really angry period where I was angry at everyone as well and angry I couldn't be in a happy mood and I think I've now come out of that and you have to accept it and you have to you as you said you have to have a laugh about it some days you know you have a cry you have crying days but you've also got to have a laugh about it yeah definitely like um like um like sometimes you can kind of make fun of yourself can't you like um like in a funny way um because um like like some days it is like um like it, 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 I think you do have to have a laugh about it because um if you're just um like um feeling sorry for yourself all the time it, it, can, it can really impact you and your like your mental health as well oh that's right and I think look 
my kids have been really, even though they're quite young, they're three and five, my five-year-old's very, very alert. And, you know, she's obviously seeing me in pain and also dealing with the perianal issue. You know, they always want to be in the bathroom with you, which has been very awkward at times. Um, and, you know, I've got to use a lot of creams in that area. And, you know, she said she she even cracks jokes now or ma it made me laugh when she said, the other day she goes oh mum why do you have to use I thought adults didn't have to use you know bottom cream like babies <laughs> you have yeah. to have a laugh about it because they're so innocent and it's true but you know it's it's important for people I never want to hide that from my children because I think it's important for them to grow up and understand that you know um life unfortunately isn't perfect and ever there is some people have certain conditions and they have to understand that and be accepting of everyone for how they are yeah definitely and like like, I, like I, as you said before Sarah there are going to be those people that are kind of um, are, are not nice not, not not nice to you but um you've kind of got to put, put, put yourself around like people that are like like happy and uh, joyful that's right yeah no I completely agree yeah and, and like because the, there's no cure um for Crohn's and uh, like IBD and like I think the best way about to go about it is that like um just to think like how much awareness like you can bring about talking to people like like you said on your page that you created uh this year and uh it's just it's, it's uh it, it occupies yourself doesn't it just talking about it raising awareness of it that's right it's that was my my main goal I mean it, I actually started it really purely to um you know connect with others but also I really just started it as a journal for myself because I'm not I'm not really great at writing things down and and things like that I'm I'm a graphic designer so I'm more creative and you know yeah. on the computer um so I found that a really good way for me to put things up and you know possibly in a few years look back at what I'd done and, and, you know, what I did at certain times of the year and, and dates. Um, and yeah, it's been amazing to see the people I've been able to connect with and, and see other people's journey. And it's really helped. I mean, I've made a really conscious effort. I still haven't actually sh shared it with a lot of my friends and I haven't put it on my personal page. So, um, a lot of my friends don't know about that page, but, um, it, it is a very, it is a personal page for me and I'm, I'm happy that I'm connecting with other people that are going through similar things. Yeah, I think, I think it, it's brilliant, like, like creating a page like that, like, um, I actually, I, like myself, my page, I only created that, that this year, really. Um, I think it was um, February, March time, I created mine just to, like, um, awareness and, and I think it was a good year to do that because of the whole pandemic um, and, uh, it's it's the best way like even if you're indoors not limited to going out um it's, you still can do a lot of things inside yeah that's right and I think it's helped a lot of people um look some people have gotten angry about it for sure but I think some people have really tried to take a positive out of it which is important and and actually looked and sort of done a lot of self growth I mean for me it's definitely helped me grow and and you know I've tried to take the positive out of it rather than the negative that we really can't do much about it so um yeah I think Definitely. spreading that awareness when we can still be indoors is really important 
definitely. And like, um, like, like, I, 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 like with your Crohn's, um, Sarah, how, how, how would you say you're doing at the moment? Um, at the moment, it's probably the last two months I've started to see some slight improvement with Stellara, which thank God, because, um, I was really struggling day to day. I was really struggling to work and, and that was a problem because it's my own business. So now I'm, I have my good and bad days, but I'm touch wood. I'm having slightly more good days than bad days. So I'm, I'm hoping that continues. And, you know, I've been on pretty slow this entire year. Um, and I tried to wean off, I think three or four times, which I wasn't successful. Um, currently I'm, down to I think 3.75 milligrams which is nothing so it's been the best weaning so far and I'm hoping this time I can completely come off it in the next month so and if I can that shows that Stellara might be working so I'm also hoping that the next um, colonoscopy I have just before Christmas um, gives me some shows some improvement so I suppose that would be the best Christmas present for me at this stage yeah I think that that'd be a perfect present just to know like um that uh, like a lot of the inflammation that maybe the mark has gone down um well like especially like, like with that and like just, just I think it is a good way to say how you're doing in general and like having that done yeah, that's right. Because my markers were quite high at the start, and I, I have seen them start to come down just the last blood tests because they had been consistently high. I mean, all my my calprotectin had started at above, you know, fifteen hundred, and um, it's it's now down to two hundred and fifty, which for me is fantastic because it hasn't sort of come below nine hundred for months. So yeah, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> yeah. And like as we know, like like the, the drugs that we go on are powerful drugs, aren't they? They're, they're people that like even people with cancer take um take them. So like and that, 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 that's what makes us at risk. Oh, that's right, and it and it does, and you know the steroids lower your immune system plus the other tablets that we take, as you said, lower our immune system. So. You know, I've just been really focusing on other vitamins and, and things like that to try and, I suppose, balance out some of the, the the symptoms that you get from these medications as well because all the side effects have been horrible as well. It's not, and that's what a lot of people, I suppose, can't comprehend. They think it's a sore stomach, but it's the medications add to, you know, you get headaches and, and sore muscles, joint pain, and the list goes on. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I can totally relate to like some muscles joints because uh, mm. even before my Crohn's, I, I always got that, and and especially fatigue. Oh yeah, that fatigue is a big one for me, and brain fog some days is yeah. almost impossible to concentrate. It's it's hard to explain to someone that doesn't get it, but it's for me. I mean, I've been pregnant, and it's very similar to those first few months of being okay. pregnant. It's very you just don't know yourself almost yeah, <laughs> some days. Yeah, yeah I, I, well, like, at least you, you kind of had, um, um, like, like, because fatigue is it's very different, isn't it? But, like, before Crohn's and, and like, when you have it. Yeah, no, it, it, it is very, very different. It's, it, it's, you can get even eight hours sleep some days and you wake up and you feel like... <laughs> 
it's been hit by something or you've hit your head on a brick wall it's so heavy so um it is it's another level and and it's hard to explain to someone who hasn't had a chronic illness so yeah sometimes I, I find myself I just I don't I don't explain it because I say I'm tired but <laughs> it, they don't understand so yeah yeah it, it, like like I, I know exactly what you mean you might go out like go out for the afternoon or and then come come back like go go in for a nap and like like you shattered like 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 you've done a whole lot of exercise um when you haven't maybe you haven't really done that much oh yeah like on the weekend I was feeling quite well and I went for a very small hike um which I haven't done for ages and we went to see a waterfall with the kids and which was a great great to create memories but then two days after it for the last two days I've just felt very tired and it so it it catches up with you and that's what's hard to explain to someone you know I even find staying up past you know I go to bed at sort of 9 30 10 o'clock because I'm just I'm because my kids are up at 5 30 so if I don't get that sort of seven eight hours sleep I nearly can't function for the day and you know if all of my friends say oh you go to bed like a grandmother and my husband too but I really I feel like you know some days I feel like I'm 60 70 years old <laughs> yeah but I think I think we all feel like that uh, like especially with the fatigue and like sometimes I'm on like vitamin D B12 which try to help the fatigue which is quite yeah. hard to tell if that's working because like you're not doing much in like like having to stay indoors um I mean it, you don't really know it's working or not no well I take yeah I take both of those as well and yeah I mean I think it it helps a little bit with if I wasn't on them but yeah it, it's still you definitely feel it and I've I've also altered my diet quite a lot and I mean my diet's still very restricted so but I have no sugar in my diet to try and help with that inflammation okay. um, which has been quite challenging but you know, I also don't, I can't tolerate dairy or any red meats or any fruits. So my, and a lot of vegetables as well. So my diet at the moment is very, very limited, um, yeah. which probably doesn't help with the energy levels either. Yeah, definitely. Like this, like, like with me, there's certain things I have to avoid, like spicy foods, like stuff with caffeine mm. in. So like it, right. you've got to, you can't, you've got to kind of like know what you can have, but it's always good to try new things as well. Yeah, and I think for me, I've the problem is I've become now scared of of trying it. So you know, I did speak yeah. to a dietitian a few months back, and because I was only eating soups at one stage because that's all that I could tolerate, um, and there was talk of putting me on you know the liquid diets and things like that, and I really wanted to try and avoid that. So I basically started just eating um, a low FODMAP but diet, but really it was even a restricted low FODMAP diet. So I really just eat chicken, fish, and there's about three vegetables I can tolerate at the moment. Um, but now I'm starting to try and reintroduce one food at a time. But yeah, yeah there is a lot of fear associated with that because, uh, you know, you, you start to get fear, fearful about food, which is horrible. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm try- slowly trying to reintroduce, you know, one food group at a time. Yeah, and I think that that is a a good way to be. Like 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 as you're saying about chicken, um, when when I lost a lot of weight because uh like when when I was diagnosed 2017, 
um, it was quite hard to notice what was happening at the time. So I was losing losing all that weight, and um, nearer to having um, the like the, having the the prep, um, like towards that, uh, all, all I was eating was chicken, and because uh, uh, even though I was in so much pain at the time, I, like, and I was going I was going into college as well, I, I didn't want to miss classes because I knew I'd have to catch up anyway. So it, it, it was a very hard time, and chicken was really all, all I ate. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, and you know, you, uh, yeah, it's a lot of people as well, you know, think you're being fussy, but it's, it's really, it's hard because if I eat anything else at the moment, I just, especially red meat, I just, I, yeah, I'm up all night with terrible pain. And, you know, it's hard to even explain that pain to anyone because sometimes when you say you feel like your stomach's like just turning and someone's ripping at your stomach, they think you're exaggerating, but it's, it's really that painful. Yeah. Like you can't, like I always say, you can't really understand until you actually have it yourself and properly understand. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's, it's, and that's like any disease as, or any illness, I suppose it's until you have that illness, it's hard for someone to actually wrap their brain around and understand although in a way it does affect the whole family doesn't it like um who you live with who who's in your family because it kind of impacts their life as well as yours yeah and it definitely has look you know it's definitely impacted me and my husband's life and um you know you can't luckily we haven't been able to go out for dinner so we haven't really been confronted with that but in the last two weeks that we've been out of lockdown we're starting to get invites now and things like that and you know, it's hard because, you know, he can't, he, you know, he can go and have a boys night, sure. But, you know, to go out together, well, it impacts him. He can't go either. So, um, yeah. yeah, it does. And, you know, even dinners, I'm not cooking the same. It's it's a lot more bland and some nights I can't be bothered cooking. So yeah. it just impacts the whole way everyone works. And, yeah. um, you know, I, mentally for everyone, I think it's important for the support people, I suppose, to have their own support people because they can be going through a lot as well. Yeah, because it, it's, it's quite tough, like, like just knowing that, like, 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 like for ourselves getting diagnosed with a chronic condition, knowing there's no cure, that, that just knowing that and, like, like as we do, don't we go home and you go on the internet and, and look at Crohn's disease, even though, like, nurses at the hospital might tell you, you kind of want to know uh, in more detail and then you see everything that goes on with it, that's quite scary. Oh yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely very scary. And, you know, um, you know, you hear of everyone trying natural things and all sorts of things. And it's, the problem is, as we said before, it's just, there's no um, textbook way that it works for everyone. So it's very trial and error as well. Yeah. It's, like, it's different for everyone. Like, like, like as we say, and all we can do is take day by day. Correct, correct, yeah. And that's what my motto is this year and going into next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully next year is a better year um, than this year. Uh, fingers crossed. I think it needs to be for everyone. I think this year, yeah. 2020, has been um, um, a challenging year for everyone and especially anyone with chronic illness. I think it's been, yeah, it's really pushed people and it's pushed me to a level that or a strength that I didn't even know I had. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And like, there's been times, um, Sarah, where like in my mind, I thought, like, because of the medication I'm on, like, it's quite, um, like as we said, it, it dampens your immune system. You're more set, 
susceptible to catch other catch other things and whether coronavirus going about you kind of think I should maybe sh- like should I reduce myself on this certain medication and then um like so going to your consultant and, and seeing him and him saying uh, that Crohn's is more like you could if you go into a flare you, you're possibly more, more um susceptible to catching the coronavirus so it's all um complicated it is very complicated, complicated. and i think you know it's yeah it's important it's important i suppose you know i found to listen to my body as well and and at the moment my body needs the medication i know you know i've had a lot of people around me that are into natural medicines and i, I always was as well but you know, um, you have a lot of people tell you, oh, have you tried natural? You need to go off, you know, your medication, you know, it's not doing you well. But I've even me being so into natural medicine, I've found that, you know, it's so important to listen to your specialists. And I think I've, for my body, I found a mix of the two um, really works for me. So that's the way I've gone. I still obviously am on a very strong biologic um but at the same time i do use all you know a lot of natural products and i also see a, a chinese um doctor as well that okay. that helps me with um a lot of herbs as well that helps with some of the symptoms that i feel from my medication yeah like it's, it's good to hear like um like like you're doing a cat in a moment like um it's better than, than it was like let's say like um when you did get diagnosed earlier in the year Sorry, what did you say? Um, it's good. It's good to hear, like, um, that it, you're doing better now than you was earlier in the year when you was diagnosed with Crohn's. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that was a, uh, it was a very long time that I was feeling ill, and for some some days you feel like, is are you ever going to be better again? And you know, as I said, it's it's only been the last two months that I have yeah. started to feel better. I can't say I feel normal at all again, but I have felt better. Um, so I'm hoping that that continues and yeah. <laughs> hopefully gets better. And hopefully I can have maybe a wine again at Christmas yeah. time or New Year's because yeah. <laughs> I haven't been able to. That's another thing. I haven't been able to have a drink for probably nine months now. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, like, like alcohol is uh, one of the things that... Um, so can't get like if you're in a flare and you have the alcohol it can just make it a whole lot worse can't it oh yeah I was I think I was in denial when I was so sick and I you know I I'm not a huge drinker by any means but I used to like you know a glass of wine every couple of nights with my husband at dinner and I would still have that glass of wine and oh yeah I just found it was just getting worse and worse to the point as you as we said before it can affect from your mouth right down and I was when they had a look inside for the first time they even said my esophagus was so inflamed (laughs) I think from me just not listening to my body again and I was just eating what I wanted to eat you know yeah yeah like uh I think that like at at that time that you you kind of don't know yourself what it is I like Crohn's and you kind of like you still try and, and and go about your day like um um maybe that you don't have it like like you're saying in, in denial that you, you kind of don't accept that you have it yeah. and like a chronic illness yeah that's right and you know it's confusing as well because a lot of doctors I don't know if you're you know you've been told this a lot of doctors say to you oh it doesn't matter about what foods you eat it doesn't affect 
Crohn's disease, but yeah. for me, I've found definitely what foods I eat definitely affect my disease. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of confusing messages as well. Yeah, because like, like, like as we said before, everyone's different the way they go about like their Crohn's. Like you've got certain people that um, go to a toilet a lot, uh, it affects their food. And then uh, mm. you've got some people who stay in remission for quite a long time. Some people don't. So, um, yeah. so like, it, it, I think for anyone who does get into remission, it's a, it's a, it's a very special like, um, to try and do um, as much as you can in that like time. Oh, for sure. That's that's the dream now to be in remission. I suppose that's what we all we all um everyone with Crohn's disease dreams for. So yeah. uh, I'm just staying hopeful for that. Yeah, so it's the closest to a cure. Um, I'd say. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Although we're, although we're hoping for a cure for um Crohn's, aren't we? But we are, I think, a little bit more at the moment for the coronavirus. <laughs> Yeah, well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully that can go away shortly, or yeah. we get a we get a vaccine that that um, yeah takes some of this away. Yeah, but just uh, it's quite, it's caused so much um, pain for everyone, isn't it? Um, like especially the people who are isolating from having a chronic illness. Yeah, exactly, and and that's where it really. And a lot of people as well, I, I feel sorry for the people that are getting symptoms of this Crohn's disease and things like that and, and are avoiding going to the doctors because we're hearing a lot of people are avoiding that as well. And and that's scary in itself that people are avoiding actually going to try and find a diagnosis. Yeah, it is very hard to get a diagnosis, isn't it? Because like like yourself, um, you said you had symptoms for like a, f- a few years beforehand when you did get diagnosed. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But especially now with coronavirus, you know, I don't know about the UK, but we had a lot of elective surgeries um, stopped. So a lot of colonoscopies were not going ahead. And um, that's scary, you know, especially for our illness that people can't get diagnosed. That that is very scary. Like, like, as we know, when like uh, getting diagnosed, during a pandemic can be really hard because like knowing that you can't go to your appointment and it getting laid back uh, could mean to like uh hard, harder things like surgery which might have to be done yeah that's right that's right so yeah we we're hoping for uh, this coronavirus to yeah. hopefully get a cure and in 2021 be a better year for everyone i think yeah and uh, hopefully uh, like, we can just skip 2020. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, and forget yeah. about it. Yeah, uh, like, uh, like uh, in the years to come, it'll be, it's, it's like history, isn't it, um, this pandemic? Um, um, yeah. I think it's going to be something that we all remember, unfortunately, for yeah. a, a long time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so 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 um so thank you sarah for um like come on podcast and it's been awesome hearing your story um sarah yeah no thank you it's been a pleasure and um yeah. great to talk to you yeah and, and and it was it's been awesome like speaking like because we're tw- 24 hours different isn't it like uk from australia and it's been amazing like hearing all the way from australia <laughs> i know yeah no likewise yeah. It's, it's really good to hear a difference perspective around the world and um yeah no thank you for having me yeah thank you sarah and have a a nice rest of the day you too see you later thank you see you bye